This is Brett Barish, CEO of Sovereign Brands, and you're listening to Self Made. Hey, everybody. We are going live today. We're doing Self Made. It's been a long minute because we've been so busy, and I've been busy, and uh, growing our team growing our ambassadors, growing our brands, I don't know, 70, 80 countries. Um, first, shout out to my team. I love you all. We're all part of this. You're the most important people. You're building brands. Shout out to all my importers. Uh, we're all connected in this. Shout out to the trade. Love you. You know, when I do seminars and sessions and stuff, I always say, I love what I do. I love making brands, I love marketing brands, I love selling brands, I love drinking brands. There's nothing better. There's absolutely nothing better. Um, nothing, nothing, nothing. I'm the luckiest person in the world because I love what I'm doing. I love it. Um, but today, we're doing some self-made live. Uh, and um, with Irfan. And we get to talk to him, which I'm super excited about. Shout out to Post Malone, my first interview, uh, and the Super Bowl. Shout out to Rick Ross and Khaled and Wayne and Wiz, all my friends. Love you all. Um, love you all. Uh, but we're going to talk to... So I'm super excited about this. If anybody hasn't seen this video, shots, gotta love it. Gotta love it. My man. Excellent. Finally, right? For real. Blessings flow. Greetings to you and yours. It's a pleasure. Welcome to the Caribbean. So, so first I have to ask you, are you surprised when I say the following? Where can we get some good shark and bake? Hold on. Hold on. It's bacon shark. Oh, no, come on. It is? I thought it's shark and bake. Who from the Caribbean told you it's shark and bake? The, my, one of my, my wife and I, our nanny is from Trinidad. That's fine. They'll get a... <laughs> but, you know, in my in my homeland Trinidad and Tobago, we call it a uh, bacon shark. Bacon shark. Same, same thing, yeah. And you need to experience it on Maracas Bay. The first time you're having it, it should be on Maracas Bay. So for everybody, tell them what it is. So the fishermen, they go out in all waters, live catch, fresh. Head to the kitchen. We have our Maracas Bay set up in Trinidad and Tobago. We have stalls, different vendors selling you right on the shoreline. And you go in line up. It's like a buffet experience where they lay the shark on the bake for you. And you put on your special sauces, different vegetables, shot of any tomato, whatever you like, different spices. And you then spread it here on the beach and you have it right as you want your water crash onto the shore. That's Trinidad for you. My life is your holiday. 
I love it. So I remember you guys the kids. Trinidad, I love Trinidad. It's one of my favorite places. I love it. And I want to take this opportunity. It's quite early. I want to take this opportunity to invite you to Trinidad and Tobago Carnival 2025. I know you're a very busy man. You have a lot on your table. I'm in. You're going to get the EA, the Earthenals Carnival 2025 experience. We're not going to sleep, right? No sleeping in the streets. How many days of no sleep? From January the 1st. Oh, I'm ready. I'm in. I'm in. So, Irfan, I, I, I do this series called Self Made, and I get to talk to uh, artists like yourself or business people or sports, entertainment, and everyone's hugely successful like yourself. And I always ask everybody the same question to start, and that is what does self made mean to you? me, self-made is everything EA. I had a very early conversation with my parents, you know, within my life and my career. I said, Mommy, I don't want to work for anybody. So what do you mean? So my dad, he used to work at a company entitled TSTT, that's Trinidad and Tobago Telecom Telecommunications Limited, right? And they're responsible for, you know, maintaining everyone's communication, phone or mobile devices, all right? They have a subsidy called Be Mobile right now. And he had the opportunity to, you know, let me come in to work for the vacation. We have something called on-the-job training in Trinidad and Tobago. And I told him, nah, I'm cool. I just want to continue doing music. So when I finished, Secondary school in Trinidad and Tobago, that's right before the college yep. level, for an example, in your country, right before we go to the university. Yeah, I, I hooked up some producers and I was like, I want to get interested, get involved, be a part of the process with regards to creativity, songwriting. And that, that, that was how I made my way through and open the doors for, for, into the entertainment industry in Trinidad and Tobago through writing because if you express yourself as an artist, they might welcome you, you know, you will get some, you know, interest here on, but if you're a songwriter, I realized that all the prominent artists need songwriters. So yep. it's like, hey, that was my way into the industry, right? For people to start taking me seriously in terms of me having a product that they desire to uplift their overall brand. So I always, I always tell younger artists, if they have a talent that involves and includes creative writing, always let that follow through as they make their way on their journey, you know, to become a superstar, whether it be a singer, producer, or whatever. So, so, so. something that kind of piques the interest of creatives down here, whether they're artists or they did that thing. So with songwriting, that's how I was able to make my name. And a song that I initially wrote for another artist ended up being a song that I sang in 2012 called In Your Eyes on the Antilles Rhythm produced by Precision Productions. So that was like a self-made story for me where I decided not to go do on-the-job training jobs, 
not to go along with my friends who would have worked in grocery stores or be secretaries for office because you know in Toronto and Tobago we have something called the July August vacation the equivalent to your summertime yep yep Right, we only have rainy season and dry season in Trinidad. There's no spring, autumn, winter, summer here. Right? Although we kind of adapt summertime to July, August, that's when pool is out, everybody is partying, it's vacation time in Trinidad. So, so Irfa, wait, wait a second. So, just take me back for a second. When did you tell your mom, I want to do something on my own? How old were you? Nine years old. And what made you say that? Like, why? What did you see that made you say? And did you know it was music at the time? Yeah, I'm going to tell you a story. You know, in Trinidad, Christmas time, this is a very seasonal country with regards to creativity and music. For now, and we'll get to that later on. Christmas time, there's a genre called Parang Soka. Okay. Parang is music derived from the Christian religion. And if you know the history of Trinidad, a lot of Spanish influences exist. So they sing like Catholic hymns and so on in, 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 in Spanish. And that turned, turned into like a festive expression where soca artists start singing Parang Soka. Okay. So this Parang Soka artist came to my area, my community, Christmas time. In the year 2000, was way back, and he called some kids up on stage. I happened to be one of the kids he called up on stage. And that was the first time I ever appeared on stage as a kid, underage, but it's a free vibe in this country where once an artist calls kids up on stage, they don't need, like, the parent to say yes or no. It's a free sure. vibe. It's, it's, it's neutral. They run up, and we sing. However, I didn't want to give the mic back to Scrunter. That was the name of the artist. My dad was in the crowd, and I was singing up at that time. We have a, a slang, or local dialect, when somebody mash up the place. You know when you guys say break a leg? Yep, yep. Then when they mash up the place yep. in terms of you getting the greatest crowd reception, everybody waving their hands and so on. Anyway, you're going to get a taste of that in 2025. So, so that was the moment where you loved what you were, you were loved being up there? Yeah, because I told my dad I never felt anything like this before. And the first question he asked me was, you want me to write songs for you? And that was it. My dad is not a songwriter, but him just being a parent that really stepped up to the table and, you know. Do you, do you remember what you say? Do you remember what you say? Yeah. What is Scranton song? Yeah. Yeah, Caribbean people would know this one. Eat something before you go. Eat something before you go. Because the parang is also to visit someone's house around Christmas time and eat and drink everything they have, then you leave. So what was it? So what was it about being on the stage? Was it because everyone's staring at you? Everyone's listening to you? What 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 was the high? Nobody high was, and this taps into the self-made story. I felt like I was a vessel mm. through which energy was flowing, yeah, and it transcended into the crowd, onto these people, and an energy that was created 
that was fresh and it was neutral and was positive that just bring great vibes and great energy and send them up into euphoria and i just got addicted to that and i told my father you know what i love football sport you know football was my major thing i'm not sure if you know dwight york from manchester United. Yep. He's from Trinidad, right? Yep. And, 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 and Dwight York and people like Russell Atapi, they were my initial heroes in life. I wanted to be a footballer. Before the music came into play, football was my thing. But the energy that I experienced on that stage, you know, engaging these people, and it, it transferred from me to, to them and then back to me. I told my pops I never felt anything like that before. And I feel like I want to continue doing this. I got, I got addicted to it from a very early age. So, who? Give me, give me examples. When you were growing up and loved music, who were you listening to? Both, both internationally and in Trinidad. All right. So, internationally, to name a few, Michael Jackson, Bob Marley. All right. But then locally now. Okay. So, my. My, 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 my country, we have something called Calypso music, which is the foundation of soca music. And we have legends like the mighty Pharaoh is still alive, deceased Lord Kitchener, Pretender, Super Blue, he's still alive, Ronnie McIntosh, and coming down to our lower generation, Marshall Montano, Bungie Garland, Destra Garcia, Blacks, Sherwin Winchester. These people molded and shaped my idea of what culture is because they were the initial superstars in front of me. And I'm in this position now. If you look at me, you will see a piece of every artist that I would have listed within Ufanal just to continue the Calypso, just to continue the Soka journey. And for, for anybody listening, what's the difference between Calypso and Soka? The difference? Yeah. They are both social commentary based meaning to say they speak of the now of, what, of what's happening in earlier times the calypsonians they would have spoken more about politics governing of the country regular issues family matters but with the soca music in recent time it's a more expressive creative product with regards to the celebration of the carnival, celebration of the mass. And they have in even more current times where people like myself and some other soca artists, we have something called No Seasons, where we play, create, endorse, manifest, observe, and produce soca music after carnival. Now, Calypso and Soca, through carnival, it was actually born out of a religious festival. The Catholics have something called Carnivale, yep. which ended on the Carnival Tuesday in Talent. That would have impacted the current state of the culture in a way where a lot of people shied away from the music on Ash Wednesday because it was religious-based. But in recent time, we realized that soca music is bigger than carnival. So artists like myself, Irfan Owls, and a few others who are revolutionary, we continue to produce soca music after Ash Wednesday to, to, to uplift the whole vibes and contribute to the sustainable development, development of the genre. 
because we want to be like hip hop. We want to be like reggaeton, reggae. We want to be like dance, or we want to be like Afrobeat. So the new concern and the new wave and the general consensus of the soca industry right now is to continue to contribute to the sustainable development, which means after Carnival Tuesday in Trinidad, which was some weeks ago, we're going to continue to release new music. Because if you look at Spotify, iTunes, Tidal, and all of this... It all happens music, now, basically. You got to keep pumping. So, so Erfa, when, when, what was your big break? What was the first, when, when, when you knew you were on your way, what was that moment? What happened? Failure. Like what? I took that failure in 2017. We have a competition called Soka Monarch here, right? And I didn't make it to the final. And I went home. And I told myself, never again must I feel this way executing something that I love. That was 2017 Carnival. And 2018 Carnival, I, I, I came with a song called Overdue. Until this day, it is still my most successful song. It has been a song so, that was able to... So in 2017, yeah. when you didn't win that, yeah. what, what didn't you do? What changed in 18 versus 17? You know, I just realized that as a creative, sometimes what you focusing on mightn't be the best thing for you. And I say that without putting anything negatively forward towards, you know, like anything locally that happens here. But I just realized that the competition route wasn't my route. Because if you listen to my music, right, I speak about the love, the life and the times, the society that I live in, the community, social commentary. And a lot of things that I do is on my timing and the way I decide to put it out. But Carnival has such a way where it kind of boxes you in as a creative sometimes. And me stepping out of that competitive realm allowed me to become self-made in the truest way and the truest meaning of self-made. You're a musician. You feel like expressing this right now. We don't have to wait on Carnival to express it. I decide to express it now. So that song came out of me relieving myself of a lot of things that would have been on my chest, on my back. And I just sat on my piano, came up with the vibes, and there it was. You know, it was a light expression, but, and that's how but, I feel like freedom should be. You but, know, we should be free to express on our own timing. But it sounds, but it, if I get to the core of it, it sounds like, like you said, failure is success for you. You had to go through that exercise in order to come out the other side, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I was born in this industry, you know. My life revolved around it, and a lot of things that existed, I just felt like it was the way forward. It was the truth, and the only thing. Until, you know, you meet certain stumbling blocks and then decide, well, all right, if this is not working for me, how about looking at this way? And then by looking at this way, you know, so much things are derived from that. So a lot of learning took place. My father always told me, you have more experience and you have more time in this life. As a little boy, you always told me that. So growing up and becoming a man, now I understand what that means. Sometimes you have to go through certain things to understand what is for you and what is not for you. 
and it's up to you to kind of knock on a different door if this one not falling down no matter how you try to knock on it what why is it and you can feel it from you why is promoting soca and trinidad and your music and the culture and why is that so important to you
artist who I call the Lord Kitchener. He was the first artist in the world. Now you can go and do your own research. A Calypsonian from Trinidad and Tobago. Alwyn Roberts, also known by the name as the Lord Kitchener, was the first artist to sell 500,000 records. Mm. The first artist in the world to go gold was a Calypsonian. So I am in a position where I have studied and seen my university research paper was based on the growth and development of soca music. I have a Bachelor of Arts musical degree in at the University of the Mediterranean. So everything around me is just soca music. All I want for the people to see and understand and appreciate and benefit from is my time and energy contributing to the sustainable development because after me they're gonna be way more talented yep. artists way more talented producers way more talented songwriters and we just here for a very short time and right now the biggest topic in my country right now as we speak concerns you know how young artists you know are, are able to, to get the light and get on opportunities and that kind of thing. I've been doing it. I hosted three kids shows this carnival and one talent show. East, South and North Side Trinidad and Tobago and a new talent show for the kids called Future of Soka. So I am doing what I'm doing, but I don't want this to be like a brand show. Yep. There are a lot of other artists, a lot of other artists senior to me and in my generation who have been doing stuff and props to them. But I wanna I wanna take this opportunity once again to invite you 2025. I'm going to let my people Done. talk to your people. Because Done. Done. I got to do it. So you, you talk about the and using the community as your team. Who is part of that team? Who's been there since the beginning? Who's been around you that supported you from day one? Right now, we have everybody here, you know, but just to say, so we have mom and pops. My mother, she's a, a, a principal. She has studied education to the highest level. So she, two pillars of my life, talent and education. My mom ensured that, all right, her son is educated, pops, all right, business side of things looking. And then fortunately, right, if you visit my neighborhood, which you will be doing very soon, at the Blue 500 Chaguana, there's a place called Chaguanas in Trinidad, that's central Trinidad. It's a cult, it's like a crescent. Everybody on that crescent would have contributed to my career in some way until till this day. They are actually a part of my team, you know, whether it comes to events, whether it comes to wardrobe, management, road management, the media team. It's just like our whole family based business, and that's how we managed to, under the guidance of my father, of course, that's how we managed to rise to the occasion and actually maintain the consistency and ensuring that I could contribute as I want to within this industry. So so let's stick with your mom and dad for a second. When were they most proud? When did they realize my son can do this? Oh, the first time that I won um, uh, a kids competition at my primary school that would be Roger Boys RC Primary School. First time I won something. That would be the first song that my dad wrote for me. And you know, getting the demo done and going out on stage there. But my mom, my mom is like a nerd, to be honest. She, she, 
she had little care for the talent aspect because she been a education professional you know she moved up to the ranks of principal in Trinidad and she just wanted me to move on to like science yeah. and, and these yeah, yeah, yeah. but what I what I appreciated about my mom you know what she said uh, whatever you want good to for her, her. yep that's so right that's right. Me, right and this topic when i graduated from the university of the west indies i didn't attend the graduation my mom was upset about that i told her we got a gig in miami me and pops we had in miami she said no i want to see my son cross the stage and receive his certificates i said no I already received the education. I don't need I to do need it. I want to go. So that was the difference between pops and moms. She was fully education to make sure, you know, I for P's and Q's and pops was fully. So I was just fortunate enough to have that balance. So, so Erfan, what's next? What's 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 next in twenty four for you? What do you want to be doing? Yeah. What's the yeah, big right goal? Now are, right now we are in set for a music video. I'm just sacrificing this time that is very necessary to speak to people like thank yourself thank you because what next for me right is connecting with people like yourself who share time with me and i want to tell you we really and truly appreciate this because a lot of people listening might have never heard about poker music yep. before might have never heard about the history of calypso music yep. Might have known about the history of carnival and what carnival is to us. And we want to keep in touch with people like yourself to really assist in our hashtag right now push the soca global. That's the goal. So I'm going to do this uh, recording for this music video now. Taliana here. I'm gonna, let me just let you say hello to my daughter's father a quick minute here. Look alive! <laughs> yeah, we're going to do a music video right now for a new song. Because, you know, as I told you earlier, no seasons mean even after Carnival, we release music, right? So, this is Talia. Hi! Have you introduced them to Bamboo yet? I just... Yeah. I was now coming to say, you see that drink? <laughs> Perfection. Nah, I love it. Thank you. Bye the way. By the way, by the way, my brother is a hit. See why I drink it right now? I love it. There's no because we talk in live. This is just a custom. This is what we do. Oh, by the way, for everybody, if you saw the video shots, that was it was produced in New York and shot in our space in New York. So that was awesome. Lessons, man. So that's what we do. That's what we continue gonna do. My boy in the back say, we want to collab with Rick Ross. Let's do it. Well, we got our, our, our next project. We got a big Africa album coming. So I don't see why we can't do a Caribbean album too. All right. So Irfan, a shout out to you and your team and the video and pushing Soka Music Global and keep grinding. When good things happen, work harder. Keep drinking bamboo and I will come and visit. The next Carnival 25, all right? You heard it. You heard it. Blessings to Leon Paul. Paul, 
make sure this, this happens. All right. Happens. This is going to happen. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, guys. Kill it on the video. Bye-bye. Thank Bye. you, bro. Blessings flow.